Hey, Disney fans. Looking for the latest Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Well, have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Jeffrey from D23. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And I'm Courtney from Disney Parks Blog. And together, we're taking you Inside Disney. Hello, hello. Hello, Jeffrey. Hello, Sherry. Hi, friends. Hi. How's everyone doing? Doing good. Yeah. What's been going on, Court? Well, I got to see a little sneak peek of Peter Pan and Wendy. <gasps> what? Yes. Cool. No spoilers, but I will tell you, I absolutely loved it. Ah, yay. I can't wait to see it. Ah, uh, I cannot wait. Jeffrey, what have you been up to? I've been just busy watching a whole lot of things, but my favorite was Prom Pact. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, Jeffrey, I watched it too, and I loved it so much. The music, so the costumes, the love, the friendship, the laughter, the basketball. The references wow. to the 80s movies. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> And so fitting that we both watched this because coming up on the show, we have star of Prom Pact and friend of the pod, Peyton Elizabeth Lee. Woohoo! Oh, love her. Love her so much. And I love the inside scoop she gave us on some of the behind the scenes moments, like what it was really like screaming Imagine Dragons in a car with Milo Mannheim, possibly without a backing track. So that made me watch the <laughs> scene in a totally different way. It's so, so good. So stick around for that. Wait, before we get to the news, did you see the adorable photos of Halle Bailey doing the Easter egg roll at the White House? Yes. So Loved cute. So... Little kids sitting on her lap. Oh, adorable. Oh, and she read one of the Little Mermaid books. Anyway, so cute. If you have not already seen it, you can check them out on D23's social. But from under the sea to a galaxy far, far away, there were enough announcements at Star Wars Celebration Europe to fill the Death Star. I don't even know where to begin. So thank goodness our fabulous editor, Paul, put together a whole list because otherwise I would miss something. And or season two, which, of course, we had the fabulous Diego Luna on the show. Production for season two is underway right now. The Acolyte, new series starring Amanda Stenberg. We've talked about that show before. They gave a sneak peek to the audience and uh, revealed it's coming in 2024. Rosario Dawson was there to reveal the trailer for Ahsoka, which looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Did you catch that? I mean, it's, it's oh yes, so good. So good. And okay, three movies announced. One is continuing the story of Daisy Ridley's Ray, set 15 years after the last events in The Rise of Skywalker. I cannot wait. James Mangold, who, of course, is directing the new Indiana Jones film, is going to direct a film about the first Jedi to ever wield the Force. Dave Filoni, of course, who created many of the incredible Star Wars animated series and is behind, along with John Favreau, Mandalorian. He is going to be directing a film about the growing war between the Imperial Remnant and the fledgling New Republic. So three movies cannot wait to hear more about those in the future. Of course, I mentioned Indiana Jones, James Mangold. The final official trailer for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny debuted there. And again, cannot wait, blew me away. I'm such a Phoebe Waller-Bridge fan. I oh, Me too. 
Love her. Back to more Star Wars news. Star Wars Return of the Jedi, one of my favorites, who doesn't love an Ewok, is returning to theaters April 28th for its 40th anniversary. And they also revealed a very cool poster. Walt Disney Imagineering announced that Star Tours attractions in California, Florida, and Paris are going to be adding more stories and characters in 2024. Ooh, can't wait for that. It was revealed that 2024 will be the third and final season for Star Wars The Bad Batch. They showed the trailer for Star Wars Visions, which has cast some incredible talent, Evie Diggs, Cynthia Erivo, Angelica Houston. And there was so much more news. So head to the WaltDisneyCompany.com for stories. Head to StarWars.com for stories. I mean, after all of that, I need a glass of blue milk to calm me down. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> there we go. It was a lot. A lot. And switching from a galaxy to a universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe New film, The Marvels, the new trailer debuted. And we got Mm. to see a glimpse of that at D23 Expo during one of the studio's panels there last year. And they actually had some of those bits in it. It looks funny. It looks thrilling. I am such a Kamala Khan fan. And of course, we had Iman Vellani on the show. Love her. Mm, Love Uh, her. So really, really looking forward to that film coming out this November. All right. As I mentioned, I got to see the full movie, Peter Pan and Wendy. However, the Walt Disney Studios has released a new trailer. You guys can check it out on YouTube. We all know Peter Pan. He's a boy who refuses to grow up. It is a live action rendition of it. I don't want to spoil too much, but I will let you know it will begin streaming on April 28th exclusively on Disney+. Plus. The film does star Jude Law as Hook. Jim Gaffigan as me. Friend of the pod, right? Friend of the pod. We have him on the pod, Sherry. I'm like, yes, we did. What a guy. Uh. And my favorite, y'all, Yara Shahidi is Tinkerbell. How Uh. cool is that? Love her. She needs to be a friend of the pod. Somebody call somebody. That's true. Maybe Jude Law too. Just throwing it out there. (laughs) Well, all you need is faith, trust, and K-pop. We've got a new documentary about BTS member Suga. This is coming to Disney+. Plus. It's called Suga Road to D-Day. And it's all about him traveling the world in search of inspiration for his upcoming solo album, D-Day. So you can Mm. see him in his most vulnerable states as he discusses writer's block, delves into some really intimate moments to pen lyrics for several of his latest songs, some of which you can hear in the documentary. Mm-hmm. Other musicians in the doc are Coldplay, The Chainsmokers, Halsey, and Steve Aoki. Ooh. So truly star-studded. You can check it out on Disney Plus on April 21st, and there's a trailer now on the Disney Plus YouTube page. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, so Disney Cruise Line just dropped some major news Disney Band Plus is coming this summer. So it's the popular Magic Band Plus technology, which is obviously used at Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland, but it's going to actually make its way to Cruise Line under the name of Disney Band Plus. Mm. It is going to do um, some amazing things. It's going to unlock your stateroom door. It's going to allow you to charge food and souvenirs to your card and your stateroom folio. You can link your photos and your children can use their bands to access the kids club. So more information will be revealed soon, but please stick close to the Disney Parks blog for further details. Well, as people know, I could cruise all day. I could do that all day (laughs) and I could watch Rogers the Musical all day. We've talked about it on the show. 
my mind cannot wrap itself around the fact that Rogers the Musical is going to be opening at Disney California Adventure on June 30th. We talked about a little teaser that dropped on Parks Blog a little while ago. Now we have concept art. Now we know that, of course, Save the City, as featured in Hawkeye, is in the show. It's a one-act show. Star-Spangled Man from Captain America, the first Avengers there. Plus, there's going to be new songs. And, of course, Nick Fury is going to sing. So make your park reservations now because that is going to be incredible. I need to make a park (sighs) reservation and a flight reservation. So. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got some gamer friends who are thrilled about this news. The latest Disney Dreamlight Valley update is here. It's the fourth content update. It's called The Pride of the Valley. And it's out. It's free. You can meet Simba. Plus, there are some Disney Parks inspired Dreamlight duties that unlock special rewards like iconic attractions, including the Pixar Pal Around. You can decorate your valley with new items unique to the parks, like the Magical Balloon Bundle. There's a whole lot happening with this update. So for more, check out the park's blog, and you can see a trailer, too, with game footage. Speaking of parks blog, this announcement was literally everywhere. So rejoice, everyone. Annual passes are back at Walt Disney World, everybody. So after great interest from Disney fans, sales of the Disney Incredit Pass, Disney Sorcerer Pass, and Disney Pirate Pass will resume, and they can be purchased online starting on April 20th. So mark your calendars, everybody. Quantity and availability of passes will be limited, and to learn more about renewal and upgrade options, please visit the Disney Parks blog. Uh, I love visiting the Disney Parks blog, but you know what I'm going to do first? I'm going to talk about five fantastic things to watch this weekend presented by State Farm. For complete details and listings, visit d23.com. And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jeffrey, what's up first? Well, up first is a new episode of Kiff. Kiff on Disney Channel and Disney XD, Saturday, April 15th. Kiff loses a hat. I mean, that already does not have you intrigued. I don't know (laughs) what will. Well, my kids are super excited about this coming Saturday, April 15th. There's a brand new episode of Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Feeling a little insecure about his size, our sweet devil convinces Lunella to create a potion to make him temporarily small. This episode is particularly exciting because Method Man is actually starring as Torg. Don't know who Torg is, but I'm going to see what is happening. You will find out this weekend. (laughs) There you go. Also on Saturday, it's the seventh anniversary of 2016's The Jungle Book. So stream it on Disney+. Plus. Love it. And I did mention that in Rogers the Musical, you will be able to hear Star Spangled Man. Perhaps you don't remember Star Spangled Man. So on Sunday, April 16th at 5 p.m. on FX, watch Captain America, the first Avenger, and hear the song for yourself. Well, speaking of songs, cap off the weekend with a new episode of American Idol on Sunday at 8 p.m. on ABC, where the show will return to Alani, a Disney resort and spa. And I know this is to watch this weekend, but Monday night is part two. So (laughs) continue your Idol marathon into the next day. On to our guest, a friend of the pod who, for Disney, has starred in Andy Mack, the Secret Society of Second Born Royals, and The Lion Guard. 
She now stars in the new film, Prompact, and the second season of the Disney Plus series, Doogie Kamealoha, MD. Please welcome to the show, Peyton Elizabeth Lee. Woohoo! Hi. Welcome back. So happy to have you. Okay, so your character is very driven to get into Harvard. Could you relate to that? <laughs> oh, definitely. I think Mandy's academic ambitions are definitely something that I relate to. It's actually funny, when I first got the script and was reading it initially, I was sort of going through everything that was happening in the story. You know, I was applying to college and I was seeing where I was getting in. And then when we shot Prom Pact, I graduated high school during shooting and my high school prom was happening while we were in Vancouver. So a lot of Mandy's more traditional high school experiences were things that I was also going through from the time that I first read the script to the time that we were making the movie. Wow. Was anyone at Columbia annoyed that your character was so obsessed with Harvard? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I actually haven't talked to anyone about that, but my sister goes to Harvard. So I feel like I'm, you know, I could go either way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. We love the pretty and pink inspired look you have and all the other references to the great teen films of the 80s. Did you watch any of those films? Oh, definitely. My mom's favorite movies are John Hughes movies. Yes. And so we grew up watching them. At first, we were like, oh, do we have to? Can we watch something that was like made in this century? And... <laughs> <laughs> but then very quickly, my sister and I fell in love with those movies and we loved watching them. So it was very special getting to kind of bring the spirit of those films that are so close to me and my experience of growing up and my relationship with my mom and take that and then bring it into kind of the more of the world we live in today to hopefully relate to a modern audience. I love that. Pretty in Pink is one of my favorites as well. But speaking of favorites, when asked about your favorite 80s film, Mandy says without hesitation, nine to five. I also love that movie and just wonder, have you actually seen it in real life? I have not, actually. That's bad. <laughs> Don't tell anyone that. <laughs> Add it to the watch list. There you go. Yeah. Right now. There you go. <laughs> well, you also shoot some hoops in the film. Was this something that you were good at before? Did you grow up doing that? Were, were there multiple takes? How did all that work? Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not the most athletically inclined in my family, I would say. Or, you know, I danced growing up, which I guess is a sport, but like, not in that team sport world. So definitely basketball is not one of my strong suits. But luckily, I think that kind of works with Mandy's character. <laughs> She's not great at basketball. But the shop <laughs> in the movie is one that I actually did shoot. So pretty nice. exciting. Wow, Amazing. good girl. Good. And as someone who also grew up dancing, dance is totally a sport. It is. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It no, it definitely is a sport. Just a different kind of yes. athletic ability than is required for basketball. Totally, totally. They're not a ball involved, so it's very different. <laughs> okay, I feel like I know the answer to this, but are you a better surfer or basketball player? Oh, gosh, definitely surfing. I wouldn't say I'm good at either one, but I did grow up <laughs> surfing. My dad's a big surfer. My brother surfs. That has always been a big part of our lives, living near the beach. So I would definitely say I'm more comfortable in the water than I am on a basketball court. Awesome. Well, switching gears a little bit. So you and Milo have a great chemistry and I feel like there was probably a lot of laughter on set. So you got to tell us who would crack up first. 
Oh, gosh. There was so much laughing going on. And I feel like <laughs> the good thing about the movie is that most of the laughter, like, works for it. You know, like, the scene that we shoot in the car where we're both screaming the Imagine Dragons song, we were laughing the entire time. But then, like, a lot of that laughter actually ended up in the movie because you know, it works with the characters. But if I were to say who cracks up first, I mean, I guess I, I hope Milo did it more than I did, but I, I couldn't be sure. I couldn't be sure, but I'll go Milo. <laughs> Do you have like a funny story or favorite memory from being on set? I mean, I would say definitely shooting that scene in the car where we're both singing. We tried so hard to learn all the words to that song. It's a very complicated song, actually, to learn the words to, like the verses. And so on the day, like, we probably knew 25% of the lyrics. And also, they weren't playing the song out loud. They were playing it in these, like, little, like, earbuds that they had us put in our ears. So we were the only people that could, like, hear the music. And everyone <laughs> on the crew just heard us screaming. So we definitely sounded horrible. <laughs> I don't know how many of the words we actually knew. But we had a really great time doing it. <laughs> Any lyric that is screamed is right in my head. You'd say it with confidence and that's the lyric. <laughs> that's an interesting take. I'll, we'll go with that. That's great. <laughs> well, Milo is also appearing this season on Doogie Kamealoha MD. Do you now have some sort of deal where you only appear in projects together? Are you a package deal? <laughs> I try to get away from him as much as possible. Uh, no, but it's funny. It was actually kind of a surprise that he was coming to Dookie because they like wanted it to be this whole like big surprise thing because him and Blake both came to Hawaii to surprise me for my birthday. Aww. And I just ended up staying and working on the show. So it was kind of a surprise, but it was super fun. And I hope we get to work together more. We have such a good time together. So, Oh, well, you two are so fun to watch together. Opera and Cube. All right. Season two just debuted on Disney Plus. Would you say there's a, a theme to this season? Oh, I mean, I think most of the core thematic elements of the show are consistent through both seasons. You know, I think it's a lot of the sort of beauty of growing up and the growing pains of growing up and just the embracement of life as the fun, crazy, magical, scary thing that it is. I mean, I guess I would say those are kind of some of the main themes, but I don't know that they're different from, you know, last season. So I haven't watched the new season just yet, but did you film at Alani? We did. Yeah, we got an episode at Alani. It was beautiful. It was so much fun. Awesome. I was going to say, what was it like? But you said it was beautiful and so much fun. Anything yeah, else? it was. It was great because <laughs> my family was actually visiting me at the time, so they all got to come and get to enjoy the resort while I was working. So that was really fun to be able to share that with them. And, you know, just being surrounded by the Disney magic is always great, you know, so getting to kind of not only be in that environment, but also be, you know, shooting our show was really cool. Awesome. That is great. Well, there's also a Beauty and the Beast moment. Can you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you know, because La Hella is so smart and she is so driven and professional and she is very often surrounded by other professional adults it's very easy to kind of see her just as another grown-up and i think the beauty and the beast moment is an opportunity for the audience to 
re-remember that she is a teenage girl, you know, and and just like every teenage girl, she has these fantasies and she wants to feel beautiful and fall in love and dance and sing. And I think it was really fun to be able to kind of dive into the more youthful side of her and really explore, you know, if Lahela could just do anything she wanted, what would it be? And this Beauty and the Beast moment is kind of the manifestation of that youthful wonder that she still has. So getting to do that and bring that to life with Milo was a lot of fun. Awesome. I love Beauty and the Beast. All right. We love to do Disney favorites with our guests. So we're going to throw out some questions and just say whatever comes to your mind first. The only rule is that you can't pick a project you've worked on. Okay, great. Favorite Disney animated movie? Ooh, uh, Frozen. Oh, good. All right. Favorite song? Love is an open door. Oh, there's a theme here. Yeah. Favorite sidekick? Favorite sidekick? I'll go Hey Hey from Moana. Oh, that's a good (laughs) one. Yes, Team Hey Hey. (laughs) Favorite Disney park attraction? Ooh, okay. So my favorite parks attraction is and will forever be Goofy Sky School. (gasps) I was not expecting that. (laughs) Okay. However, the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Disney World is incredible. I just was with some of my friends from school and we went on it a gazillion times. It was so much fun. So like that's like one of my new favorites. But Goofy Sky School is the greatest ride at the Disney parks. Oh my gosh. Cosmic Rewind is so much fun. Mm -hmm. So dizzying in like the best way. Yeah. And it's good to have one on each coast, right? So Exactly. There you go. <laughs> All right. Your favorite park snack? Ooh, there are so many good ones. Okay. The dill pickle popcorn. Ooh. Amazing. I haven't had that. Yeah. Wow. I thought you were just going to say the dill pickle. And I was like, yes, I love a pickle at the park. <laughs> the pickled flavored popcorn. Ooh. Ooh. I'll try we'll it. put that on our list, Sherry, next visit. Yes, exactly. Definitely. <laughs> favorite resort to stay at? Alani. For sure. <clears throat> For Best sure. answer. Favorite character to get a photo with? Goofy. Aww. Or Sully from Monsters, Inc. Ooh. Aww. Sadly, we are almost out of time, but we do want to get to our final question, and it's one we end every interview with. Peyton, what is your favorite Disney memory? Ooh, my favorite Disney memory. I mean, I remember my first Disney, like, big Disney memory was, so my sister and I, we're two years apart and our birthdays are two days apart. Wow. I think I was turning five and she was turning seven and we went to Disneyland for our birthdays and we stayed at the hotel and I remember it was like Mickey Mouse called and like woke me up on my birthday and then we went to the princess breakfast and then we're in the parks all day and I just remember that day being the most magical day of my life and so that's probably at least one of my favorite Disney memories, if not my favorite. That's awesome. Um, you remember that from when you were five. Wow. I remember it vividly. Wow. It was amazing. Mm. Oh, those trips stick with you. That is the magic of a Disney memory. True. Well, thank you so much for your time today. This was a lot of fun catching up and sharing all about the exciting new projects that you're working on. And we can't wait to see what's next for you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, I am just shocked neither of you have had the dill pickle popcorn. I'm fairly certain it's the popcorn that you get in Radiator Springs, and I'm a massive fan of it. I I have not had it. 
Yes. Me neither. I love the dill pickles. I have to try the popcorn. Right. And I've had the dill pickle corn dog with peanut butter, but I have not had the popcorn. With peanut oh, butter? Courtney, oh, yeah. I can. I can't even. <laughs> I can. I can very much with that. That sounds Ugh. amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, before I'm too ill to my stomach, thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, just hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out d23.com. And we'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.